Hello, we love words. Written, spoken, hinted, shouted, gentle, outrageous, and always enlightening. Intriguing. But there again, we are library staff. You'd expect nothing less. So tune into Library Words for interviews, memories, business tips, stories, and more. We'll talk to authors, poets, and local people, always keeping you usefully entertained. Hello, I'm Juan Rey Torre, Community Engagement Team, Senior Library Assistant at Lewisham Library. This podcast is part of an interview with staff from the Migration Museum to highlight Refugee Week that was celebrated from the 14th until the 20th of June. They spoke about the museum, its aims and its present exhibitions, and they also shared their personal stories. Hello everyone, we are celebrating Refugee Week and yeah, we have an institution dedicated to the migration, refugees and asylum seekers in Lewisham and this is the Migration Museum and we have invited them in to talk about what is the Migration Museum and the stories, the personal stories and much more. Hello, I don't know, maybe you want to introduce yourselves? Hi, yeah, I'm happy to start. Hello. My name's Mona. I'm the volunteer coordinator and executive assistant at the Migration Museum. Um, I'll pass on to Sim. Hi, I'm Sim. I'm one of the two creative producers here. Um, yeah, that's my story. Let's pass on to Gaff. Hello, I'm Gaff. Um, I'm also one or two, so I'm the second half of the creative producers in the Migration Museum. That's perfect. Um, should we explain to, uh, I think it's, it's very central, the museum, but should we explain what is the museum? What is the Migration Museum? So the Migration Museum is a startup project. Um, we're hoping to establish the UK's first museum all about migration both um, arrivals to the UK and departures from the UK. Um, and we're currently based in a really exciting venue in the heart of Lewisham Shopping Centre. Um, and we've got an excellent exhibition on at the moment called Departures, which is all about 400 years of British emigration. So stories about people leaving our shores. Um, later on this month, we're going to be opening another exhibition called Room to Breathe, uh, which is a series of four rooms um, telling the stories of people's everyday lives adjusting to life here in the UK. Uh, we also have a beautiful photographic um, installation called Human Eye done by an artist called uh, Angelica Das, uh, which looks at skin tone, uh, understandings of race and identity. Um, it's all free entry um, and we really hope that your, your audience can come and visit us soon. Perfect. Um, who, who are the Migration Museum? So the Migration Museum uh, was an idea that was set up by um, Barbara Roche, um, who was the former immigration minister um, in Blair's cabinet and um, later on past the political kind of years of her life, um, 
was really committed to kind of communicating migration uh, in a different kind of way, in a human way, and uh, got together with Sophie Henderson, who is our director and former immigration judge, and uh, Robert Winder, who's our current trustee and author of a book titled Bloody Foreigners. And together they really kind of started with this idea of how could we communicate migration in a way that is human and accessible and exciting and relevant to people and um, throughout the years our, our team's grown we're still small um, but we've got a great educations team um, which is led by my colleagues Emily Miller and Liberty Manny um, we have a fantastic head of creative content Aditi Anand who really helps visualize um, our exhibitions and uh, slowly slowly we are kind of growing and we hope that in the next few years we'll be able to really expand and have a permanent venue for ourselves whether it's in Lewisham or elsewhere um, although I'm fairly biased I would I'd love for our, our venue to, to be in Lewisham um, we're also made up of a huge team of fantastic volunteers and our, our volunteering scheme is really kind of far-reaching and uh, something that people of all ages get involved with um, so that's also a big part of who we are. Mm. Uh, you answer already where is uh, the museum which is in the shopping center but being uh, with the technology you are kind of everywhere really so what's the presence because well I've been in the museum so I know it's, it's a big presence but because everything is multimedia but how we What's the presence of the technology in the museum? Um, so if you want to talk about the presence of it outside of just a physical exhibition space, we have Half the Nations going on at the moment in the kind of runs on, on the website. But um, other than that, expanding outwards from the um, centre at Lewisham, we've also got the Migration Network, which kind of reaches out across countries and stuff like this to form a network of museums that also explore uh, the concept of migration. I think uh, football moves people at the moment as well is happening um, prominently in our uh, Instagrams at the moment. So you can follow that as you're seeing trivias and we're trying to explore. So a lot of our social campaigns do lend towards technology and do lend towards um, social media to kind of um, encompass audiences that wouldn't visit the Lucian or wouldn't come by. It's just that we can reach as much, much people as we can and spread our kind of cause. Um, and don't forget that we are <clears throat> actually you we should be celebrating refugees and asylum seekers um, the museum is about migration in general uh, which is the presence the specific presence of refugees and or asylum seekers in the museum so stories around uh, kind of refugee and asylum seeking experiences are kind of dotted around our space, whether they're in our current exhibition departures, um, thinking about persecution and kind of the need to leave home um, due to that. Um, also, the Room to Breathe exhibition, which will be reopening soon, um, has lots of stories. And what we've done is include both stories of, of migrants and uh, refugees and asylum seekers together um, and really shown how, you know, there is so much similarity in these experiences. Um, and we hope that when people come and visit us, they'll be able to 
read the stories, refugee stories, asylum stories, um, migration, general migration stories, and be able to connect and resonate with them, even if they haven't directly experienced those um, those difficulties or those issues, um, because um, that story is also part of our story. One of our taglines at the museum is all of our stories, and we do believe that um, that's really important uh, when we're talking about these, these lived experiences. Um, you introduce a little bit of the events and activities that, um, but uh, I would like if you can expl uh, explain a little bit more, if you have, maybe it's a bit far, but are you a drawing which can be your presence in the Lewisham London Borough of Culture in 2022? And then I've seen as well that the migration as well uh, museum is not only the physical, it's not only the technology, it's as well a huge amount of um, support as being like grants for or, or residents. So can you explain a little, uh, residents for artists, so can you explain a little bit of all these activities and events that they are surrounding the Migration Museum, uh, but they are not in the physical. I just want to start by uh, maybe addressing the refugee and aspect of activities coming up mm. next week, and then uh, I could give it to Mona to answer other questions. But um, just due to the guidelines and uh, with the limitations we, we have at the moment, what we're taking on is more of a supportive role, and we're trying to promote a lot of other people. So. In the past, we may have worked with um, other, um, um, we may have worked by bringing people in, but now we're trying to promote theirs instead. So we have a few different things um, in the future. Hopefully, we're looking to work, work with um, some ambitious projects like um, um, The Walk, which is um, with the Lewisham and also Bedford, I believe, with, for a puppet that's coming over from Europe over to London at, in October, hopefully. Uh, I would like to, do you have a specific story? Do you have a specific part of the museum? Do you have a specific room in the museum that is your favorite or you think it would be the most interesting or you will see, well, I would like no uh, visitor to leave without listening to this or watching this room? So for me, um, my favorite room in the Migration Museum is in our Room to Breathe exhibition that will be open later on this month. And it is a kitchen. And in that kitchen, there are lots of food stories and recipes and ingredients with um, people's voices talking about how food can really help you connect with the sense of home and belonging and can be really comforting when you're in a, a space which may not feel like home. Um, and in that room, there's a, a main central dinner table, which comes to life. Um, there's a projection on that table um, with a series of animations um, talking about people's uh, favorite dishes that remind them of home. Um, so that is my, my favorite room. Uh, Gaff, any particular story, any particular room, any? Sure, um, I would say along the lines, room three as well, which, um, just to promote and to see as it's coming up um, shortly. I would go for the bubble room. So it's um, the room after the, the primary school and you sit in front of like this barber chair and you're looking at the screen and you're watching other people get their haircuts. And uh, it's a really engaging way. And as you're entertained, you know, the setup is uh, perfect for it. 
you're listening to their conversation between a barber and the person that's getting the haircut and they're just explaining their story about their migration and just getting clips of this is really really powerful it makes me think of like how our stories are often brought up just in day-to-day -day life you know you might have a conversation like where are you from and then you just get into that conversation and you talk about migration at that point there but it was really lovely to see that in a setting outside of um a setting inside like a barber shop so for me that was definitely my favorite really exciting that's perfect um let's move on let's talk about stories let's talk about books um i know uh, because uh, all of you that you have a migrant or a refugee story that you would like to share with us so we who would like to start with the first story um i don't mind starting since i think my story is the least recent um Uh, it's and it's also the only one that's just the migrant story not um, yeah the the main part of my story is that my grandparents came here um, and in they were part of the Windrush generation they came here for opportunities um, and I think it was often a really difficult experience for them um, they had to try and hold together some kind of sense of community Um, despite being so far from their, their country of birth um, and trying to really pull together and I think protecting each other in the community was a really important uh, important part of life um, in an environment that although the country as a whole had needed those workers from the Caribbean um, from the Indian subcontinent as well um, it often wasn't a very uh, welcoming environment I, I think for people of that generation. Um, but at the same time, they had my dad here. They lived here for a really long time. Uh, they still have uh, a love for this country. Um, to this day, my grandma still is a huge Arsenal fan, um, watches every single match and her emotions peak and, and plummet with the Arsenal victories. Um, and so they are both incredibly Caribbean and yet also uh, very English, have those London links, that those Southeast England links. Um, so yeah, that's my story. Thank you very much for sharing it with us, Sim. Uh, next, Gav or Mona? Okay, so um, I am the only British born in my family. However, my two brothers and mum and dad Um, came from Iraq um, in the 90s and uh, they had a fairly simple process to go through. I feel like more recently the asylum process in this country has become increasingly hostile and I'm so grateful that they were able to have a relatively safe journey and were able to settle. Um, so They came to the UK um, firstly as economic migrants. So my, my father um, had been conscripted in the Iraqi army for several years as a medic. Um, and it was something that he was vehemently against um, as pacifist. 
and of course opposed to Saddam's regime. Um, and when there was an opportunity to work in the UK, um, in Manchester as a neurosurgeon, uh, he took that opportunity, um, was able to bring over my, my two brothers and my mum. And as they started to settle into that new job, uh, war broke out. So they then had to seek asylum in this country um, as my father was then uh, asked to come back uh, to, to fight in the army against uh, Iran. Um, so that was something, again, that he did not want to go back to. Another war, he had already had suffered enough um, in the first round of conscription that it was just not, not an option. And having two young sons with him as well, I think, really made him think about what kind of future he wanted for them. And, you know, going, into, going back to Iraq at that point would have just been terrible for, for the whole family. And especially if my brothers were then able to grow up um, they would then be facing further war. Um, so they, they settled in the UK and um, a few years after that uh, I was born. And uh, yes, it's a, it's a very important story. And um, it's one that I'm always happy to share, one that my dad has also shared with the museum. And um, so he's an avid supporter of us here and has shared his story as part of our uh, Heart of the Nation exhibition, which is a digital exhibition uh, looking at the stories of NHS workers. Um, so you can go online and take a look at his story, which is told um, much better words than I could ever explain. So we, um, we're really pleased to be in a borough which has been um, kind of accepting really great amounts of, of Syrian families uh, to, to Lewisham. Uh, with of sanctuary as well that's something that we are i think all proud of um in the museum itself um we have lots of space for people to come and share their own stories um within our room to breathe exhibition there are a couple of syrian stories um and in our bookshop which is just behind me we had a lot have a lot of um books um which covered that particular kind of experience um, but yeah, if there are people, local people who want to come and share their story, there's plenty of space to do that within the four walls of the museum. Um, as we are all uh, in this together, this is a museum for Lewisham by Lewisham and um, we have a lovely display of discs and on each disc is a migration story that somebody's left with us. Um, so yeah, I would really encourage uh, more people to come and leave their story. Well, I believe you have a book you would like to recommend. I think Ali's story really resonated with me. It's, um, it's a lovely children's book. It's, um, it's quite heartfelt. Um, I, the ending is, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that uh, he has some sort of like um, connection to his parents back home when they get a phone call. So there is a happy note at the end and there's the aspect of waiting towards the end. But from, from the beginning when, that, when they're first leaving and even the book itself and how it, it places less emphasis on where he is in the new country and more emphasis on where he came from. And I think that's really important because that makes it able for me to resonate even though I didn't go to the same country that the book is talking about. I went to the UK, but I still resonate with that. And then um, that other aspect of, you know, integrating into a new culture is really, really something that we can all kind of maybe um, sympathize with. It's a culture shock. It's, uh, it's different, you know, even though he's saying, even though he's safe, everything is so, everything is so different and it's, it's so strange to him. But um, 
really, really heartfelt. I, I mean, I love it. And I'm 24 years old now. I wish I could read this when I was um, five at primary school, you know, what kind of reaction would I have then? You know, really, really incredible. That's perfect. I think Louis and children will love that story uh, and that book. Um, thank you very much for having the time. Thank you for the introduction to the museum, for the stories, the book stories and the personal stories. And uh, I hope we can share more experiences, more activities, uh, the museum and the library. Uh, bye for now. Good luck. You are doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. For the full interview, please go to the Luisham Library's Facebook page. Thanks for listening and catch us again for more library words. Remember to subscribe to never miss an episode. And links to all of our social media can be found on the podcast summary.